Welcome to the Happier and Healthier Podcast with Nest. My name is Bridget Lavin. I am your host, and today we are recapping our Lunch and Learn on the Holiday Blues. I really think this is such an important topic. As somebody that has struggled with the Holiday Blues, I feel it is really important that we acknowledge our emotions during this time of year rather than trying to pretend like everything is joyful or happy or amazing. There's this projected joy onto us that we are supposed to be happy, we're supposed to be feeling festive, and then when we don't feel that way, it just compounds our sadness and our depression. So I'm so happy that we are talking about this, and I want to start by just talking a little bit about what the holiday blues are. So the holiday blues, different than clinical depression, are not an actual diagnosis. They are much more situational based and they are temporary, but just because it's not a diagnosis doesn't mean that it's not a very real condition. It's similar to seasonal affective disorder, although seasonal affective disorder is a diagnosis. They're both situational, they're both temporary, but seasonal affective disorder tends to last a little bit longer and oftentimes it needs a little bit more medical assistance. But again, even though the holiday blues aren't considered a diagnosis in Western psychology, it doesn't mean they're not a very real condition. In fact, 64% of American adults report struggling with the holiday blues. That's half the population. No, that's over half the population. So a lot of people really struggle during this time. If you're one of them, you are not alone. You really, really aren't. And while I do want to offer some tips and tools that you can use to help move you through this time if you struggle, one of the main takeaways I hope you can get from this is that if you do struggle, you are not alone. And there are things that we can do to support ourselves if we're in a little bit of that depressive state. So let's jump into those now. The first tip that I like to offer everyone and remind myself is to expect things to go wrong. (laughs) I really think that expectations set us up for disappointment. In fact, Shakespeare said expectation is the root of all heartbreak. And while there are many reasons that we experience the holiday blues, from grief to not being able to be around loved ones because of COVID-19, I think one of the main reasons that we feel a little bit frustrated, sad, or stressed out during this time is because of the expectations we set on ourselves. We have these expectations for how we want the holidays to go, or how we think they should feel, or how we want our traditions to be remembered, and we get caught up in the memories of past, of how things used to feel, of how things used to be, and we compare that past to how things are now, and it doesn't always live up, or it doesn't quite live up, and then we find ourselves feeling blue. So I like to go into the holidays just expecting things to go wrong. The turkey is going to get burnt. The crazy uncle is going to be crazy. (laughs) You know, there's going to be a present that maybe you wanted that you didn't get, or you get a present for a kid and they're disappointed. Things are not going to go as expected, and that's okay. That's okay. I think if you can go into this holiday season with that attitude, um, the easier it is when those disappointments arrive. My next tip is to be realistic about what you want to do and your capacity to do it. So one of the reasons we experience overwhelm during this time is because there are a lot of extra activities, some that we may want to do, some that we don't want to do, like ice skating, decorating cookies, uh, decorating the house or the Christmas tree. Um, You might have other holiday traditions like Elf on the Shelf, right? There's a lot of again, expectations for this time of year and what it is we want to do. So I recommend getting really clear about the traditions, maybe one, maybe two, maybe three that you really want to uphold and then forget the rest. 
throw the rest out. Um, I know my sister, she has two little ones and for her doing Elf on the Shelf is just a little bit too overwhelming for her. So she's throwing out that tradition. She's not going to do it. And I think that that's totally okay. The babes are young enough that they're not going to really know. Um, and so yeah, give yourself permission to be really honest about what traditions you do want to follow through with, what events or activities, what parties you do want to go to, and then permission to say no to everything else. I think no is a really powerful word during this time of year, and I highly encourage you to use it. Another great way to get out of your loneliness during this time is to volunteer. Doing a service project brings us out of our own little pity party and connects us with the family of humanity. So I know, you know, we might not be able to be around loved ones. I think this year will hopefully be a little better than the last two years. But even if you have loved ones that are sick or don't live in the same city and you're feeling that little bit of loneliness, connect with the family that is humanity. Go out and serve some other people. Maybe volunteer at a soup kitchen or volunteer to put together a meal for a family in need. When we come from a place of the heart and offer ourselves in service, when we offer our time and our energy to those that are in need, we almost always feel a little bit more full. So highly recommend if you're in the lonely pity party place, which I've been there before too, you're not alone, um, go check out some volunteer projects and get out into the community. My other big tip is to take a social media cleanse. Now, I think a social media cleanse is good any time of the year. We are all addicted to our phones, or at least I am. And so I think if we can have less screen time, that's always gonna be better for the brain. But especially during this time of year, social media really fuels our comparison mindset. So let's say you're decorating your Christmas tree, you love your Christmas tree, and then you get on social media and someone else has posted their Christmas tree, and all of a sudden you think, Think theirs is better and yours isn't good enough. How has that happened to anyone or is that just me? That's definitely happened to me before. And so I think the best way to get out of comparison and again, those expectations, looking at what other people are doing at the holiday and thinking that you need to live up to that to get out of that mind frame, just get rid of social media for the the few weeks of the holidays. It's a great time to do a cleanse. The other great thing about this is that when we're off our phones, that gives us more time to be present and with the people that are in front of us and with the traditions that we are making rather than documenting them. It's like you can take a picture, but rather than having to share them, keep them for yourself, right? These are memories for you and for your family and your loved ones. And um, maybe let go of that need to share or compare or live up to the expectations that sometimes social media and the media in general kind of puts puts on us, puts that pressure on us. So take the pressure off, delete the Instagram, delete the Facebook, give it a break just for a couple weeks, see how it makes you feel. Some other great tips and tools that are good, again, all year round are make sure you're moving your body. It's easy to get super stagnant during winter time. Check in with your diet. I know it's the time of desserts and indulgence and holiday parties, but alcohol consumption and sugar consumption really, really play into our mental health. So if you feel that extra sense of depression or loneliness, I highly recommend drinking and consuming sugar in moderation. I'm not saying don't have the cocktail or don't have the cookie. Just watch it, You know, be mindful of it, have it in moderation. And again, these tips are good all year round, but especially if you're struggling with the holiday blues. 
couple more of my favorite tips. This is a great time of year to declutter. I know it seems overwhelming when you go into your attic or your basement or that closet with all your decorations. Rather than seeing it as a disaster of chaos, which it might be, maybe look at it as an opportunity to take everything out and reorganize everything as you put it back in. So I know we usually have spring cleaning is more popular, but I think that Christmas cleaning or holiday cleaning, especially if the mind feels a little bit chaotic, or stressed is a really helpful beneficial tool you can use to de-stress the mind. I always recommend getting extra downtime and rest so making sure that you're taking time for yourself especially if you're saying yes to all the holiday parties or you have a lot of family coming into town make sure you're still giving yourself a few minutes alone every day to check in with yourself and be honest about how you are feeling. I think that's so 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 important. Okay a couple more tips here. One that I think is true all year round, any type of depression, whether it is clinical depression or seasonal affective disorder, one thing that we can always do that is going to support us in our mental health and mental well-being is to prioritize sleep. Sleep is so important for overall health and well-being, um, but it's especially hard to stay in a natural rhythm during winter time. So our circadian rhythm is a bundle or a group of nerves that communicates with our environments and dictates our sleep and wake schedule. So when our environment is extra dark as it is during winter time, sometimes our rhythm, our cycles get a little bit thrown off. So one way that we can stay on top of that rhythm and have a healthy sleep schedule is to go to bed at the same time every night. It's also advised to go to bed a little bit earlier in the winter than you do in the summer just because it is so dark. So our environment gets dark around 5 p.m. At least that's what it, time it gets dark here where I'm living. But even you know if you're living somewhere else, I, I'm sure that it's probably getting dark by 6 p.m. wherever you are. And we don't go to bed at 6 p.m., right? We don't actually go to sleep. So what do we do to keep our rhythm in sync? Go to bed just a little bit earlier than usual and maybe wake up just a little bit earlier than usual. Um, I also like to advise, you know, bringing in the winter solstice, which is December 21st with a little bit of ritual. So going to bed extra, extra early that night because that is the longest night of the year and waking up before sunrise and actually catching the sunrise because from that day forward, the days will increase and there will be more and more light each day. So if you want to do something like that, go for that. But really during this time of years to help with the holiday blues, I recommend really, really prioritizing your sleep. Make sure you're getting enough of it. Make sure you're going to bed at the same time every night. And if you can, make sure you're waking up at the same time every morning. That'll really, really help. Okay, and then I just wanted to share a few tips for how to support someone if you know someone else who is struggling with the holiday blues. Now, this might sound a little counterintuitive, but my first tip would be don't send them this podcast. <laughs> because sometimes when other people are struggling, what they want more than anything is just for their feelings to be validated and seen and not necessarily a long list of advice or things you can do to fix their, their issue. So while they might be open to this, I would recommend if you know a loved one that is struggling, the first thing that you can do to support them is to simply hold space for whatever it is they're feeling. For me, holding space means that you are allowing their emotions to be what they are without trying to fix them, change them, or give them advice. You're holding their emotions with acceptance and love and non-judgment. Now, 
it's easier said than done. Sometimes it's hard to hold space for someone without judgment. And maybe after you've held space for their emotions, after they've had a good cry or they've told you, you know, that they're struggling, you can send them this podcast. But I think really what people want more than anything when they're having a hard time is for someone to just sit with them in their hard time. So if you have a loved one, a family member, a friend, someone that you know is struggling, I would recommend to support them rather than trying to pull them into the holiday chair or to fix it or change where they're at. Let them be where they're at and sit with them and their emotions. I think that's one of the kindest, most beautiful things we can do for each other as humans, not just during the holiday blues, but anytime another human is struggling with a difficult emotion. Lastly, I just want to remind everyone that you are not alone, that if you are struggling, if you're not a fan of the holidays, if this is your least favorite time of the year, you are not alone. You are not alone and it's okay. It is okay. You don't have to be happy. You don't have to feel festive. You don't have to feel inspired. If you want to feel that way, maybe go over some of these tips again, try them out, see if they work for you. One tip I kind of forgot to mention and I want to just throw in here at the end is to start a new holiday tradition, one that serves you and where you are currently at in your life. So if maybe this year you're not wanting to be around other people, if it's too much to do all the activities, maybe you start a holiday tradition of watching all your favorite Christmas movies by yourself with your favorite holiday treat and no one else. If you're on the opposite end of the spectrum where you are alone and you're feeling a little bit down about it, maybe you set a new holiday tradition of volunteering at a soup kitchen the morning of Christmas. So I hope these tips and tools help. Again, there's so many things that you can do and what works for some people might not work for you. Do what works for you. Ultimately, I want to remind you one last time, if you're struggling with the holiday blues, you are not alone and you can get through this season And I hope that these little tips and tools in the podcast help. Enjoy this time as best you can. And I am holding space for all of you with love from afar. Happy holidays.